0: Generational trauma. Two words that trigger us often more than we realize. What is generational trauma and why does it impact our lives in such a profound, often devastating way? And why is it that we begin to feel and see the effects of it later in life when it feels like it's too late to overcome it? On today's episode of the Unspoken Cycle podcast, we're talking about the cycle of generational trauma. We'll explore what it is, what it looks like, and how it specifically impacts the lives of women. We'll dig into real-life examples of just how deep generational trauma flows. And most importantly, we're going to learn how to break the cycle once and for all. Are y'all with me, ladies? Let's get to healing. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome to the Unspoken Cycle Podcast where women of all ages and stages in life can find guidance and solace from life's everyday stresses. In each episode, we'll tackle a range of topics, including relationships, health, fertility, self-love, careers, mental illness, and more. Stay Stay tuned tuned. for valuable insights, personal anecdotes, and the comfort of knowing you're not alone. alone. Here's your host, Leah Vaughn. Hello,
0: and thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of The Unspoken Cycle. Welcome back, ladies. Um, For those of you who are joining me again and have already checked out my intro or my first episode, thank you. I am honored to have you join me today. And I just hope that there's something, even a little tidbit of the information I share and the topics that we'll explore. That will help you along your journey. So, thank you so much for coming along with me and digging into the things that we hate to talk about, you know, and how they specifically impact us as women. So, how are y'all doing today? It is a rainy day in Florida. I am still in my pajamas, the dogs are sleeping. It's kind of a quiet house. Yeah, it's just a real chill vibe today. And it fits. The topic of discussion is a little heavy. So, you know, gloomy, rainy, chill, I guess is the perfect backdrop for that. But I hope you guys are doing well and that you're ready for some summer sunshine. I know I am. I'm not necessarily ready for the heat and the crazy humidity, We're still getting used to life in Florida two years later. (laughs) It's a little interesting to walk out onto the porch at 7am and immediately break out into a humidity sweat. So yeah, still taking some time. But again, welcome ladies. Let's go ahead and talk about what we've got to dig into today. Generational trauma. You know, my motivation for this topic, I have a long list of podcast topics in my notes on my Apple iPhone. And a lot of the things that I'm motivated to speak on are not just from personal experience and things that I, you know, would love to explore with other women and share with the community. But I have to say, hundred percent of my coaching clients, for those of you who may not have listened to my intro, I'm a life coach. Um, I work mostly with women. A lot of them are dealing with trauma-based issues, uh, some mental health issues. I do have a psychology degree and um, work specifically with a psychiatric practice in Manhattan. And uh, the majority of my clients are also mental health patients. The reason why I was so inspired to talk about generational trauma just off the bat is because a hundred percent of my clients are suffering from the impacts and the effects of generational trauma in their lives as adults. And myself included. You know, the things I've been through, I often look back and and I used to kind of joke, but it's not really funny. But that I was like walking in my mom's footsteps. You know, there were a lot of things that, that were unhealthy in her life, in her, in her history, in her past. And I saw myself kind of following the same exact flow of events. And I'm thinking, how how in the hell does this happen? <laughs> it's crazy to me how the cycle just repeats itself. And then here we are all of these years later, like, how did I get here? Why wasn't I able to stop this or prevent this? What the hell do I do to fix these things in my life and break this cycle? And once you really start to understand that it's a cycle, you're neck deep into it. You know, so my motivation was definitely not just experiencing these things myself, but also speaking to so many other women who were like, Leah, let's talk about the generational trauma in my life. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know how to heal from it. It's really just devastating. Some of the things that I, You know, I'm dealing with. And I think that we're certainly not alone in that. I think that there's definitely more women who experience the impacts of generational trauma in their lives who don't necessarily understand it or realize it or don't want to speak on it. You know, it's not like it just comes up often in our conversations with our friends like, oh, hey, guess what? You know, today I was feeling particularly anxious and. You know, experiencing this and oh, yeah, that's a generational trauma in my life. It's not like a regular topic of conversation, but we need to talk about it. So, welcome to today's episode generational trauma, how to break the unspoken cycle. This is definitely an unspoken cycle for all of what I just said. It's not fun to talk about, it's not fun to explore, and it's often very triggering, which leads me to a trigger warning. For those of you listening, this is a particularly sensitive topic. Although we're going to explore things that can be positive and result in positive outcomes, I do just want to caution you if you're not in a good place today or if you're feeling particularly down about something or anxious or just very emotionally heightened, you may want to proceed with caution when listening. There may be some things that we talk about that could be a little bit triggering for you. So just be careful. What is generational trauma? Specifically, generational trauma is a transference of traumatic experiences or stressors from one generation to the next. So it seems like it's obvious, right? Generational trauma. Some of the things my grandmother or great-grandmother may have experienced in their life, in their childhood, or their adulthood impacted the way that they raised their children, which impacted the way that they raised their children, which here we are with us, right? What are some examples of the ways that generational trauma Impacts us, or just examples of uh, things that stem from generational trauma in you know our our parents and grandparents and great grandparents' lives. So alcoholism, drug addiction, domestic violence, neglect, even things like children who uh, whose parents were in the in a war, in a war, or racism, refugees homelessness, all of these things that impacted the lives of those who cared for us and the lives of those who cared for them, trickle its way down to us. And these are all situations that were very devastating. So it leads me to talk about nature versus nurture, right? We've heard that term a lot. I learned about it at nauseum in my psychology classes as I was studying human behavior, the root of everything I learned was nature versus nurture. When, when we're born, we're born with an empty slate. We essentially don't know anything. And we immediately begin to pick up signals and vibes and learn things from our close environment and from the people who interact with us in our lives as, as infants, as toddlers, as young children, that's when we are the biggest sponges. We soak in everything in our environment. Nature versus nurture is so important in our lives. You know, it makes such a huge impact on what we know life to be and what the norms are. So, if you have a child who was abused or sexually abused, and there was no one there to protect them from that, that child is going to grow up as an adult and have a completely different outlook on life and what is normal and not normal, and how to interact socially and relationally than someone who did not experience those things as a child. And someone who may not have been sexually molested or abused as a child, but was maybe neglected or lived on the streets or had a parent who was an addict or an alcoholic, or even maybe somebody who's... You know, grew up in a home with a single mom and she was at work all the time. And so they were left home alone to fend for themselves and to raise themselves and, and understand independence at a really young age. That affects how those individuals are going to grow up and see life. Symptoms that we see that stem from generational trauma depression, anxiety, low self esteem, anger issues, self destructive behaviors we become unable to cope in healthy ways because our capacity is at survival mode all the time. And when you bring that into adulthood, it's harder and harder and harder to break
1: that. You're listening to The Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Embrace your female within.
0: I wanna share with you my story of generational trauma. My grandmother didn't know her father. And unfortunately, that missing link and her paternal relationship impacted things that trickled down to her children. I love my grandparents to death. I have so many happy childhood memories as a grandchild, going to their house and being there for holidays and you know, taking care of me when I was sick and playing with my cousins when we were little and all of these things. But that was my experience as a grandchild. My mom's experience was a little different. And there were certainly things that impacted her in a way that molded her to go down that road of the cycle of generational trauma. So then my mom experienced several destructive relationships that were very hard and traumatic and abusive. And that molded the way that she knew how to survive and the way that she raised her children. Women are particularly susceptible to abuse, both in domestic violence relationships and sexually abusive relationships. And she experienced some of those things. She also experienced being a single mother She experienced relationships that involved alcoholism, drug addiction. Those were really heavy for her. And the way that it weighed on her and the way that she knew to cope and survive trickled down to her children in different ways. And I'm not going to dig deep into my personal family experiences because those aren't my stories to tell. I'm only going to tell my story. So my story is that I was raised in a good Christian home. My mom and dad uh, were married from day one until my mom passed away. I didn't necessarily experience a broken home. I was raised in healthy values, good morals. However, my siblings had different experiences. I saw the way that my mom blended our family together. Those are my sisters and I love them but we all grew up with different experiences and how my mom survives life. And although I didn't experience a broken home necessarily, there was still some elements of brokenness that she brought into the family when she married my dad. And it was hard as I got older and realized the disconnect in some of the ways that I saw life and understood life to be. I was very naive to what healthy relationships should look like. And because I was rooted in a religious foundation, there wasn't a lot of teaching on the worldly ways of relationships. So we didn't talk about domestic violence. We didn't talk about sexual assault. We didn't talk about addiction. We didn't talk about alcoholism. You know, we were very rooted in the teachings of the Bible and prayer and the church. And that foundation, which wasn't wrong, but it didn't prepare me for a lot of the things I ended up experiencing. And because my mom had moved on from her devastating experiences and was now in a healthy life, she didn't talk about those things with me. And so I had no idea of the scope of some of the things that she experienced until I was well into adulthood and experiencing them myself and going to my mom and crying to her and saying, you know, I'm going through this and it hurts and I don't like it and I don't know what to do. And then she opened up and said, you know what? I've been there too. And it was like, really? Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't we have these conversations? I feel ill prepared, you know, but it wasn't her fault because with trauma, we experience shame and guilt and it's embarrassing. And we just want to move on from it, right? So when we get to the other side and we're in a better place, we don't want to continue to go back and relive that. So we kind of leave it. And that leaves the door open for generational trauma to just continue and for the cycle to flow and for that will to keep spinning because we're not shutting the door on it. We're dismissing it and we're leaving it there. And don't get me wrong, I love my mom. She had such a pure heart and just good intentions, and she's no longer with us. But she definitely did the best that she could with what she was given in life. She was dealt some pretty shitty hands, and she did the best that she could. You cannot look back and say that she didn't do anything she did in her life with her children or her grandchildren out of love. Some of the things that I've experienced or that I experienced in my relationship with her weren't healthy. It was definitely that cycle just repeating itself. Generational trauma for me is extremely personal, and I don't know how I could have gone back and changed that, because I didn't even know when I was going through things, why I was going through them, why I understood them to be the way that they were, and why I didn't choose differently. And I can say, I mean, obviously I can't say the same for my mom because I'm not her, I can't speak for her, but I would like to assume that the same for her. She did what she did out of the best intentions, just trying to make things successful in her life and make good choices. And those choices, sometimes we don't see the red flags or we don't understand the toxicity behind it until we're deep into it. Those can be really hard reflections later in life. I found myself kind of yearning for the perfect relationship in that I was often vulnerable to other people's words and charisma and charm. And instead of getting to know someone on a deeper level, I took their words, not at face value, but I took their words and believed them to my core. And because I did that, my eyes weren't open to the red flags they should have been open to. I made decisions that I shouldn't have made and I didn't see it, but other people did. And because I believed them to be the best decisions for me, I ignored the advice of other people, loved ones, friends, people who cared for me and were like, um, Leah, <laughs> what's going on? That doesn't really seem healthy or, you know, that doesn't really seem, you know, slow down, doesn't seem like that's a very good decision for you. And, you know, I was a single mom for many years, and that was a lonely time. That loneliness made me extremely vulnerable. And that vulnerability opened the door for some crazy experiences. And unfortunately, my children were exposed to some of that stuff. And it was pretty devastating. There were some pretty devastating times in my life. And I look back and I'm like, what the hell was going on in my head? Why didn't I listen? Why did I do that? Why didn't I see that red flag? Why didn't I do this and that and the other? Because I didn't know any better in that moment. And because I was so rooted in the cycle of trauma that I really thought I was doing better and making better decisions. And I didn't even see the decisions that I was making and the impact that they were going to have. It's real. That cycle is real. And it's not our fault that we go through it. And it's not our mother's fault or parents' father's fault that they went through it. We do the best that we can with what we're given and in talking about it it just seems like god what an impossible cycle to break right you don't even know you're in it until you're you know older and what do we do <laughs> how do you stop it well i'll tell you what we can't go back and change anything that's happened in our life years ago decades ago from childhood all of that right we're here and it is it is what it is but what we can do is change the way that we interact in the relationships in our lives, specifically with our children. So generational trauma is passed down. It was passed down to us. It was passed down to our parents, to their parents. That's The the cycle started somewhere. How does it stop? It stops with us. We have to be able to reflect on the things on our lives that have been dysfunctional and unhealthy. And while it's not fun to do that, it's necessary. Self-reflection is really important. You know, my mom is is no longer here, but I can look back in my relationship with her and see all sorts of things that I should have addressed. Just because they're your parents doesn't mean you can't bring difficult conversations to the table. We have to be able to say, look, I'm struggling with this either in my relationship with you or because of my relationship with you, and I need to talk about it because I don't want it to continue. We always have a right to bring that conversation to the table. You know, I'm 43 years old, and my parents are baby boomers, and there were a lot of things in that generation that was not talked about and generations before. So now my generation and my children's generation we're learning how to speak out and to talk about our experiences and the difficult things that we endure in our lives. And the silence is is broken because we're finding our voices. It can be difficult to have a conversation with someone who didn't have that voice, who didn't find that voice. Again, there were things that my mom brought to the table about her experiences in her life when she was in her 60s, 50s, much older than I am now, that she had never talked about. Things that she carried with her through her entire life and never talked about. That's hard. So bringing that conversation to the table with her would have been so difficult. And I've had conversations with my clients who've asked me, Leah, I don't know how to talk to my mom about this, but this is not healthy. And her behavior in these ways are affecting me, which is affecting my life and my relationship and my the way that I parent or want to parent my child. We have to have those difficult conversations. We have to talk about it. You know why? Because talking about it releases that emotional energy from our mind and our heart. It allows us to embrace it. And embracing it and talking about it starts the healing process.
1: Stay Stay tuned. tuned for more empowering conversations on the unspoken cycle podcast.
0: We can't ignore the impacts of generational trauma, especially when that trauma in our lives involves things like, you know, sexual abuse, Domestic violence, alcoholism, drug addiction, even smoking cigarettes. Those things that we see that we were raised in, those environments, we are so much more likely to do those things ourselves. And if we do those things and bring children into the world, guess what's going to happen? Those children are also going to see what we do and they're going to do those things as well. So our responsibility in breaking that cycle starts with us. Have those conversations. Identify those behaviors. Get the help that we need to get to overcome things like addiction, alcoholism. Seek out the help that we need, the therapy, the resources, the intensive care to heal from sexual assault, abuse. Go out there and seek out the help that you need to combat your depression, your anxiety, your OCD. We have to utilize the resources to heal. We don't heal by ourselves. Healing isn't just a thought. Healing is an action. It's a process. And the only way we'll break that cycle is to heal and to stay committed to the process. It's hard things come up that make it really difficult. And the easiest thing to do when we're triggered or when we're feeling emotionally intense or overwhelmed, we want to bow out, right? You want to stop it. You want it to end. So we give up. Or maybe we don't give up, but we say we're going to put it on hold and walk away and come back to it. And chances are we won't come back to it because that's going to reopen the door for that difficult experience or that difficult process. You can't walk away from the healing process and expect it to just happen on its own. Women in particular are extremely susceptible to generational trauma because of molestation, rape and childhood, assault, domestic violence. I didn't see my mom in domestic violence relationships, but she was. And then I found myself in them as well because we never had that conversation of what healthy relationships look like. I had a very biblical idea of dating, then marriage, then children, then happy ever after. And that's not the way the real world around me worked. So when things happened in a very young adolescent relationship that I was in that weren't normal and that were very dysfunctional, I knew things were wrong, but then I also took responsibility like, oh, well, I made that person angry, so that's my fault. I guess that's what happens when you get really pissed off at somebody. I was a young girl trying to figure that out. When you grow up and you watch your father beat your mother, or come home drunk every day, or a family friend or relative is sexually assaulting you, you're going to carry that into your adulthood. So again, the things we experience from very young ages affect us all the way into our adulthood. And as women, we have to be particularly mindful of those experiences. So ladies, I encourage you today to take a hard look at how the generational trauma in your life is impacting you and then take a look at how that's impacting your children. They don't have to be young, your adult children. We have to break the cycle. We have to embrace our experiences. I am a firm believer that the generations before us Did the best that they could do as well. It doesn't excuse behaviors. It doesn't excuse abuse. It doesn't excuse toxicity. But unfortunately, something happened in their childhood or throughout their lives that molded them to be that person as well. So let's go forward with grace. Let's have those difficult conversations. Let's start that healing process let's break that cycle. There are a couple of resources that I would like to share with you today that I think are really helpful and important. You know, I'm all about resources and you'll often hear that I quote things and, you know, I just think it's it's not just about me talking about my personal or professional experience and opinion or whatever. It's also about sharing things that we can go to and other resources that we can go to that are meant to be tools to help us heal and to help us change our lives, there's a research study by Indiana University Health that's posted on their website, iuhealth.org, and it is called Generational Trauma Breaking the Cycles of Adverse Childhood Experiences. It's a great article. It has a lot of information on what exactly abuse, trauma, and neglect looks like in childhood, how it affects us as, as adults, how we carry it through our lives. But most importantly, we can talk all we want about how and why and what it looks like and it's how it's impacted in us and where it comes from, but it's definitely important to talk about how to heal from those things. I appreciate this article because it does talk about the challenge of breaking that cycle. Breaking the cycle starts in childhood. So, like I said, we can't go backwards and change our childhood, and we can't go backwards and make different decisions as children or as adolescents and young adults. But it is important to understand that that cycle does start in childhood. So it talks about, you know, limiting traumatic events in your child's lives. It talks about implementing healthy boundaries. It talks about uh, scheduling and healthy activities for children. And then it also talks about children who have parents in the criminal justice system or who may be uneducated. And it just goes through a ton of information that is really, really helpful. So I encourage those of you who are interested to go online, iuhealth.org and read this article. It's got a ton of information that I think is really helpful and important for us to know and to learn. There's also a book that I think is a great resource tool as well. It's called, it didn't start with you how inherited family trauma shapes who we are and how to end the cycle. And the book is by Mark Wolin, W O L Y N. You can find it on Amazon. It's very detailed and the resources in it are, in my opinion, some of the best offered the information is what we need to know and what we need to hear about just what it says understanding that it's not our fault that it didn't start with us and helping us see how we can break the cycle so ladies if you're listening to this episode today and generational trauma is real and prevalent in your life i encourage you to reflect to have the conversations with those in your life whose relationships may be difficult or complicated or traumatic for you. We've got to begin the healing process so that we can break that cycle. If you have children, I encourage you to start that process now. Your children are impacted, whether you see it and realize it or not. If you don't have children I still highly encourage you to start that process now. You deserve healing. You deserve to be able to live the rest of your life without a dysfunctional cycle repeating itself. You know, at the end of the day, we're human. At the end of the day, we deserve to thrive. And the only way we can do that is if we heal from the shit that's bogging us down. So ladies, let's get to healing. Please reach out to me if you have any questions or thoughts or insights, or if you just need some support, maybe a little advice, I'm here for you. You can reach me at the at gmail.com. And I would love to hear from you. I'd also love to hear about your experiences with generational trauma. Maybe you're living through it and it's hell for you. Please share with me. I'd love to be that support system for you. Maybe you're already on your journey Healing, changing that cycle, breaking it. I would definitely love to hear from you too. Share with me. Let's uplift each other in this journey. Let's be that support system for each other. And of course, ladies, please join the community at www.theunspokencycle.com. There you'll find a safe place, a sisterhood, and a ton of resources where you can go and be yourself and embrace your womanhood and your femininity, and everything in between, and know that we've got your back. We hear you. We've been there. We'll go through this fire together. There's a community there waiting with open arms. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode today. It was heavy, but productive. So I feel good about it. I hope you'll join me in the future, ladies. And I just encourage you all to embrace that healing, to make that step to put that foot forward. Let's change our lives. And let's change the lives of the generations in front of us. Until next time, take care.
1: Thank you for listening to the Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Remember to embrace your female within and connect with our community at the UnspokenCycle.com. Until next time, take care.